Are you nervous? I am freaking out. <laughs> just breathe my, in, breathe out. Yeah, right? <laughs> so I'm just trying to apply my own advices as per usual. But my tip is that I'm going to sleep. I'm going to take a, uh, a sleeping pill and just go to bed. And you wake um, up for the drop. <laughs> and wake up seeing what ha- what the fuck happened, basically. Because Jason, uh, my friend Jason E. Bayer, is uh, you know, he's Australian. So when his job happened, uh, because of time zone, he was asleep. So oh, he woke up damn. and everything was done. And he was like, guys, that is so great. Like, you should try that. Like, I was sleeping so good and just like... That's actually a good idea. I mean, I I hate like the, the build up to the drop. It's like, I always have so much anxiety. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind just sleeping through the whole thing and then like waking up like a couple of days later. Me too. <laughs> Twitter has exploded. Discord yeah, you, you exploded. Everything. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like I want to sleep, but I also have FOMO. So <laughs> what do I do? Like it's been my how... life for like four months now. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. That's fucking crazy. Everyone's like, I have FOMO. <laughs> and I'm just like, I know. I know, bro. Me too. <laughs> Talking about NFTs and that's Nifty. That's Nifty. All the great artists they come to this place to talk about the crypto space and that's Nifty. That's Nifty. Tonight's podcast are Tyler, Larry, and Slime Sunday. Damn, that's nifty. Yo. What's up? What's up, guys? Nice. nice. How's it going? Uh, I made it through the day, which is great. Awesome. <laughs> nice to finally nice. meet you. Yeah, it's so, so nice. Can you hear me well, actually? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, great. Perfect. Okay. So, yeah, it's really nice to meet you. Like, I was telling myself uh, as I was, like, brushing my teeth um, a few minutes, like, like, before. Sorry for the details, but, like, that's true. I was like, shit, like, we're actually meeting <laughs> right now. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. After, I know like, talking. years of, like, following Mike around and, like, everything's happening. And I was like, oh, la, la. I know, really- <laughs> we've been, like, internet friends, but never, yeah. like, met in person officially. Yeah, yeah, is, exactly. Which is crazy. I feel like that's kind of the way it's been with everybody in this space. Yeah. Um, like I talked to everybody, but never like, you know, met them in person or like yeah. put a face to the name. It's just crazy that this, that the NFT space is finally like doing that for us. Yeah, totally. That's, that's exactly what I keep telling myself every single day when I just like keep like talking to people that I've been following for, for like, I don't know, a couple of years, like even before when I was like a student, a student in graphic design, et cetera, that's like totally crazy for me. Like, honestly, I'm just like so, so grateful just to have this moment with you guys. So thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> so Anytime. You were, you were a graphic design student. I didn't know that. Yeah. For yeah. Seven years. Uh, oh, wow. I have a, a master's degree in graphic design. I, I did a, a thesis uh, in graphic design. Uh, yeah. I, I was meant to be a graphic designer. That's amazing. But, 
here I am. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have, I probably should have taken that route too. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking in college, but I was not, I was but, not thinking about like, I was just making art, but yeah, that would have been a, such a way cooler thing if I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to graphic design school. No, but like, it's not like I was like, I knew what I was doing. Like, I, I just like, actually, I just finished graduating for uh, from a hairdresser diploma. Oh, really? Uh, before I I became like a graphic designer but like I, I was too young to do anything else and I needed like a, a bachelor diploma or something that is called like that in France and so I was like oh maybe I should do I, I should do like something that has like computer involved stuff you know absolutely <laughs> because that's like what I know like to do in my life so I was like like okay graphic design sounds like right up my alley and then it changed my life like so did you did you develop your style while you were in graphic design school or was this like just something that you had been tinkering with on your own like I imagine graphic design school is like very much like you're not really focusing on developing your own style as much as you are learning software mm -hmm. I mean I don't know I've never yeah it's really different like it's uh I, I feel like it's personal and subjective for everyone because like uh I had that chance to actually have uh three years of like uh technical um courses basically where I learned all of the softwares and then I, when I went to a higher diploma and courses basically uh it was the time where uh, I I started like conceptualizing like projects etc and so by doing that I had that chance that I had like a lot of knowledge uh, when it, when it came to like computer stuff uh, softwares uh, printing and all of that jazz and so I was more able actually to focus on like building like building my style and like trying to find like uh, an aesthetic I guess that suits me and I, I remember being like super fucking pissed because because that was really tough honestly because like at the beginning I was like like everyone I had those mood boards you know like um like everyone uh we have those Pinterest mood boards those be those mood mood boards as well and I was just looking at all of this stuff that I wanted to do, like, like those people that I was admiring. And I felt like uh, it was like really frustrating because I, I could never go that far when it came to projects when I was in, in school. Right. So when I, when it finally came down to like graduating projects, which are more important pro projects um, through the year, uh, where you spend much more time like brainstorming and like either visually or like conceptually. I felt like it was like the time to just like uh, go on and try to yeah build that style from there. And that's where I just like started uh, creating those uh, images, abstract sceneries and whatnot. I mean, it was really weird at the beginning. Like it was always black and white. And then uh, it evolved in colors and it, it was really gradual honestly like I feel like it's still gradual but it was more of a challenge at the time because like with graphic design projects you just have like to take everything into account like you have the the typography the layout and whatnot 
which is honestly like pretty similar <laughs> to digital art, honestly. Yeah, I was gonna say because so <laughs> obviously we're we're all like in regards to Seven's Genesis, like we're you know we're all kind of working on that project. But when you sent over your Photoshop file, I was like wow, this is like really technical graphic design shit, which I would have like no, no idea how to do. But yeah, so my, my fiance has been like working off of that Photoshop file now for all. Oh, of nice. It. Yeah, so she's using that. Like she's, I think she did something today with it, but it was like really well set up and everything, which I have no, you know, graphic design background or whatever. So it's always just like, I'm throwing shit on a, on a Photoshop file and like looking at it and being like, okay, this looks good. Um, yeah. With no really knowledge of, I mean, for you, it looks technical. For me, it looks like a shame. <laughs> like, I can <laughs> practically hear my teachers on the back of my head, like saying that you're doing, like, you're doing nonsense, girl. Like, you have yeah. to, like, get your shit together because that is ridiculous. Because, like, actually, when you asked me to send that file, I was like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, let me prepare it for you. <laughs> actually i didn't layer everything nicely and like i mean I, if you look at if you look at my my files nothing is labeled it's just a mess and then yeah like people will be like hey can you send me the photoshop file i'm like oh fuck i, I hate like i hate that like when clients ask you to send photoshop files i'm like oh no exactly. <laughs> here we go again because it's just a mess yeah, no, don't do that. Never. <laughs> but like for you, it was fine, you know, oh, yeah, it was for the grant. So it's still it's like perfect. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've obviously been a fan of yours for a really long time. Um, I'm actually laying, I'm laying on the floor right now and I have your, uh, your society six blanket. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's dope. Oh shit, I've, man. I've had this for like, probably like six years now. I know, uh, like ever since I put it on, like uh, on sale on the website, on the website, yeah. basically. <laughs> I've had it for so long and I always use it. It's like my bl- my office blanket. Oh my God, that's fucking sick. Yeah. Thank so you. I, I thought I would give you that shout out. Uh, Just yeah, to let you know how long I've been a fan of your work, obviously. That's so sick because like people used to find me out on Society6 at the time and like they used to purchase my stuff and they didn't like 20 even bucks. know it was me, like... <laughs> <laughs> and then they find they find about me like two two years after or like something like that and they're like oh my god i have like your works on my phone wallpaper for like months now and i and i didn't know it was you and and i'm like yeah who cares what the, like whatever so, are you still leaving your stuff up there or are you like because i deleted my society six like oh uh, did you pretty recently yeah i was like all right, this NFT shit is like legit, making us look like very legit. Like I should probably delete everything. I mean, that's a smart move. If you want to just be like focused on one thing and like having all of the attention uh, on one of those things that you feel like is better for you, in my opinion. But for me, it's like, uh, I'm just like too indecisive. uh, And I feel like, well, you still want to be able, you still want fans to be able to afford your stuff, you know? Yeah, exactly. And as soon as you like shut that off, it kind of like makes it harder yeah, for because, your fan base to buy things. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, uh, that's how I started. I started by doing merch and I still do merch because I love that. It's fun, yeah. you know? I, I love people uh, who, who buy those stuff just like you and just like send me pictures of that. And I know that they could afford that. 
and they had a good price. Sometimes there's a lot of promo, uh, like uh, promotions as well. So it's good for them. And like, if I want to do like expensive ass NFTs on the side, that's also fine with me. So I don't know. I feel like I, I just always want to please everyone. Yeah, that's absolutely. My, that's my main problem, actually. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't do that, but I do because I care. I wish I didn't, but uh, that's how I feel. And and yeah, so like I, I just want to have like those entries, like having the the cheaper stuff on Society Six, the medium price stuff, like on my personal shop. Uh, when it comes to like magic prints, uh, whatnot, like limited editions, and then having like the NFT signs, because I feel like uh, for me it has always been about like being everywhere all at the same time. Uh, because like otherwise I get fucked because yeah. copycats everywhere. So <laughs> gotta yeah, gotta be out there and like claim my my spots. Yeah. Um, so in regards to your work, is it, I, I've always been curious, is it all a hundred percent digital? No, 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 actually not, not at all. So uh, you paint first? Yeah, totally. Always uh, paintings. Um, I mean, paint things like it's always basis material where there's like a bit of, a bit of paint, a bit of ink, a bit of like, mixed mediums like flowy troll uh is it like acrylic pouring techniques and stuff yeah like it's it's kind of inspired by that but i just throw like whatever is on my kitchen <laughs> actually uh because the very fact is that i really do not care that much about the base because like the base for me is a good moment to just like do things with my hands meditate chill for a bit be in the moment and also it's a way for me to just like lose a bit of control because i, I am a control freak i am like i have like obsessive disorder as well so it's really difficult for me to just like uh stop <laughs> my brain to to work and just like be in the moment so uh i feel like that part of the process is really useful for that and then when I'm ready, when I took like that time for that, I just like hope on the computer and just, yeah, basically fuck it up with a lot of like post-production, um, Photoshop, processing, uh, Cinema 4D sometimes. I am not like a 3D artist at all. So just like using that for basis as well. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's like, uh, I feel like it's really not that complicated. Like my work is not like, sometimes it, it can be like hours days but sometimes it can be like 30 minutes you know like it really depends but i mean um, you obviously have a knack for kind of like color composition and knowing which yeah. colors to use and which colors go together yeah totally i've been like building my own like color library and combos for like years now so i have like a lot of combinations to use uh it's really difficult also sometimes to just like I go out of that comfort zone so like once in a while I try to create new ones to create new palettes because that's also helped me to just like have a new perspective on those bases uh, because otherwise I feel like I'm sometimes I get stuck uh, in the same Absolutely. loop so I just change it uh, I know that for people it doesn't seem like it's like evolving 
a lot, you know, but like for me, it is because as a reminder, like if you scroll down my, my uh, Instagram feed, it was actually like black and white. <laughs> and now it's like nothing like close to black and white. It's like oh, the color. complete opposite. And the colors have been like more and more saturated. And now I feel like they're going to more like um, nostalgic vibe kind of. So I, I, I mean, I witnessed the changes uh, on my own. I don't know if people witness those changes, but sometimes then they mention it. And I'm like, oh, great. Like, that's cool. Because like, I, I don't know. Sometimes I just imagine that people don't pay that much attention to just what I do. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think every artist, you know, like if you like anytime I scroll back on my feed, I'm like, whoa, like what? Something has changed so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like over time, like, I, I don't know. I find myself that, that I get bored pretty quickly, but I do hear what you're saying about like getting stuck in a loop. Like I definitely feel very much stuck in a loop like just sticking to like magazines and scanning stuff mm -hmm. and i have this whole library of scans and it's like that's all i'm using is like all these different scans and it's like hard for me to get out of that loop so it, it like that's something i need to work on is like exploring different shit now because mm -hmm. i've been doing the same shit for like two years so it's like now i'm getting bored of it like now it's time to do to do something else you know but so, that's totally that's totally great as well like you can change uh I mean, there's people that love to change their perspective once in a while and just like not shift from style to, st to style, but like make it evolve in a noticeable way. And I feel like there's more people like me who just like enjoy the, the small changes and like adaptation through mediums, like different ways of Absolutely. interpretation. So each, each, way are, each ways are pretty great in my opinion. I just watched this, um, this like, what's that, what's that like, um, painting app that like everyone's using now uh, on iPad, right? Procreate. Yeah. Procreate. I yeah. watched this procreate tutorial the other day and it reminded me so much of your stuff. It was like, this person was doing like these liquify effects. Mm -hmm. And then in my head, I was like, is this how she's been doing her work? Like I, <laughs> I've always been trying no. to figure out, but I, I think it's cool that you're like, painting your shit beforehand so do you photograph it or do you scan it after uh i used to to scan these uh back when i lived in france uh we used to have like a, a really huge scanner uh now i don't because i'm still stuck in a tiny tiny flat so i have a teeny scanner what the what did i just do like my my mouth just don't want to put the words out so i have like a tiny right. scanner but actually i prefer to photograph these uh, at the moment also because I love photographing those when uh, the paint is still a bit wet uh, that makes sense there's actually more uh, brightness more shine there's also more reflection sometimes and also because when it dries uh, it loses a bit of vibrancy and you can also pick the um, the canvas texture uh, underneath so actually yeah doing that when it's like still wet is interesting to do and I feel like that's how I'm going to work right now because that makes um, a lot of sense yeah, yeah and also because before I had to wait like 24 hours <laughs> for yeah, that that's painting that. to dry that's right that's working yeah because there's a lot of stuff on the canva 
and then you're just stuck here waiting for the paint to dry and like it takes all of the spaces uh, at your at your house and you just don't know what to do with uh, with all of that so yeah photographs are, are great and then uh, I <laughs> I actually cannot hold on to all these canvas at my house so I either give them away or just like sometimes I, I'm sorry but I throw them in the bin because no way <laughs> <laughs> that's a golden <laughs> ticket yeah I but like imagine you know, find like, one of those <laughs> People are going yeah. to be looking for them now. Maybe, but like at the same time, I'm not a painter, you know, like if, <laughs> if I wanted to, to be a traditional artist, maybe I would keep those canvas, but actually I really don't care. That yeah. Much. For you, it's more about like the, the completed digital file. So, I mean, that's just the starting point. It's not the completed product. So I can yeah, see I'm why it's not that important to you. Yeah. Uh, I'm not emotionally attached to the canvas. Uh, because when I when I I start them, I just don't have a precise intention or emotion I want to put there, and I feel like that's the the color aspect that allows me to do that. Because I'm super inspired by obviously uh, color therapy. Um, uh, I've learned learned a lot about that, but also like that's um, something we are also teached about. Uh, when we're in graphic design school, right? Um, when you you have like um, communication listen lessons, uh, they teach you like what color represents uh, what kind of vibe, what kind of intention, emotion, and I feel like that's actually close to color therapy. But like like mixing those two knowledge together can be really useful, and I'm always surprised because. Sometimes, like most of the time, I just like don't say what's on my mind when I create these. I just post them, and I'm always surprised when someone <laughs> comments and says like, "Oh, this reminds me of that and this and this feeling," and I'm just like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm uncovered." Embrace <laughs> <laughs> it, and yeah, that's for a reason, I guess. Yeah, I, I was actually like really like I kind of got sucked into a portal of like paint pouring shit at one point in my life for like a solid like six months and I had so much fun with it. You just like pour shit on a yeah. canvas and it just like swirls around and yeah, I could do that for so long. It's um, so fun, right? It really is. Yeah. I actually have a couple that I did like right, you see them up there. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's like two like paint pours right there and I saved them and I was like, oh, those are like came out like pretty good. Wow. Are that's you, great. Are you um a fan of Jack Vanzette at all? Have you seen his work? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously like a huge inspo. Uh Jack, I feel like those people like Jack Vanzette, uh, Davey Evans, uh, as well are like my top tier. Yeah. Um I could never mention them, like mention my work uh, without mentioning them. Uh, same for uh, Lake Podashki. Sorry, I'm just like reading his name, like because I have his book here, uh, right in front of me, and I'm practicing to say his name every day. Oh, amazing! <laughs> uh, because I do not want to offend him. But yeah, those those three That's people cool. are. What, what style? I've, I haven't heard of him. Like, what is is he like a paint pourer dude or? Uh, Lech Podashki is like, uh, actually, if you're not familiar with his work, uh, is the guy who worked on the inner speaker uh, cover from Tame Impala. 
Oh. He did a lot of Tame Impala covers. And yeah, he's, he's working a lot with like photographs, uh, mixed mediums as well. He's blending a lot of those styles together. Uh, he has that also that those geometric compositions, like super early digital art vibes, you know. But he's he has been around like for for a long time now, and I feel like he's a a really noticeable and trustable reference uh, for the digital abstract art community, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, I mean, I definitely like I've always thought that there was some kind of like painting aspect to your work, but never like really knew how it was done. But I find it really cool that you're doing it like you're painting it first and then converting it into a digital file. And like it's interesting because most painters like just stick to a painting, but you instead just like start with a painting and it's not done. It's like you put it digitally and then start manipulating it in certain ways which is very different from like a traditional painter, you know? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, there's a lot of amazing like um, pouring painting artists out there, amazing people that just do beautiful abstract paintings. Uh, and I feel like <laughs> it would be a shame for me to just like conquerence those people because I, I am nowhere near as good. I would not say that. I think your work is amazing. Um, <laughs> but like, it's just like, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying about the wetness part of, of it being like wet, because every time it dried for me, I was like, oh, now it looks like shit. But when, but when right? it's like wet, it looks so cool. So I never. So then I was just like, I don't get it. Like, how do I make it look that sick mm -hmm. after? Yeah, I, right. I never I, I never noticed that because I just I, I feel like I keep staring at them uh, way too much. Uh, so at the beginning, when I do the, the pieces, I'm like, okay, that's really cool. There's dimension. And then the more I look at them and the more I feel like they are flat in a way. But I feel like that's in my mind, you know, uh, because <laughs> maybe someone that is doing like 3D uh, artworks feels the same way as well, even though they're actually working with three-dimensional uh, techniques. So I feel like that's a matter of perspective. But yeah, I feel like I've been trying to shift my technique a bit and like find more dimensional textures have to you, create. Have you ever thought about like, have you ever messed with like um, displacement maps before? Like, have you ever put your work into a displacement in like 3D? Like, I wonder what that would look like. Like Octane Render, like you have a bunch of friends that are in 3D. You should be like, yo, displace my shit. I want to see what it looks like. And then, because I'm actually curious. I mean, I think I did like... I mean, I don't know. I like, I, sh I think I did that for a lot of collabs. Yeah, I feel like I do not understand what people are doing when they work with my stuff. So <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. And I'm just like, yeah, that's good. Great. <laughs> I want that. But at the same time, I, I wish that I could be uh, collaborating like near them, like basically. You to see what they're doing? Yeah because i want to know you want to learn like, that's yeah something we're not able to do uh right now but even before like all of the pandemic aspect of life and i feel like that's something we did like i, I use these for displacement maps actually in after effects sometimes on actually the new collections i use some of that those movements 
to animate the texture inside of the por- the portals, but it's like super subtle, 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 whatever. Subtle, correct. I feel like um, maybe we have done that with with like sand uh, simulation uh, on Cinema 4D for some collabs in the past. Uh, I really, I, I mean, I'm sorry, but I really have so many collabs right now. I don't, I don't. Well, know. you do collaborate a lot. I've yeah. seen tons of collabs. I um, love them all, but like you know, when it's been like five six years now i just i i have a hard time reminding remembering like who you collab with i have i honestly have not done many i've probably done like two or three yeah true i never seen you collab that much which is in my opinion a great thing as well because you're like yeah uh, i know it's just like the only i just like i don't know every time i collab it's like i want to have like control over like the final image you know uh so it's like when I, whenever I lose that control, it's like, oh shit! How is this? Oh, gonna, yeah. How is this gonna turn out? Like, what if I don't like it? You know? Yeah, it's really <laughs> difficult for me as well. I, I sometimes I'm a bit ashamed to admit it, uh, but I I always uh, warn people <laughs> at the very very beginning because I I just don't want them to be frustrated because of me. Um, so I I just always warn them like, hey, you know, <laughs> I I can have a hard time like letting go if something is really bothering me in the comp- composition or something uh, so just just yeah wanted to let you know that if you want to do that with me it's going to be like a bit of a roller coaster because <laughs> <laughs> i'm really really picky um and it, it's really difficult and frustrating for me because actually i, I feel kind of guilty sometimes because i feel like I always have that feeling that because I'm doing the easiest part of the work, because, you know, uh, abstract is kind of always considered as easier than everything else. So I feel like I, <laughs> I tend to believe that about my work as well. So whenever uh, I just try to um, take control over the collab and like, induce some direction for the the person i'm working is working with um it's a bit frustrating for me because i feel like i'm just like being an asshole (laughs) like telling people to do stuff and not doing much on my on my end but i I feel like i don't know maybe it's because i'm afraid of (laughs) being like a a close to an art director statues or something um because there's always that like apprehension of art directors being like uh just here uh handling directions to everyone not doing doing a lot of a lot of the work absolutely uh, uh, i mean that's totally a cliche that should be like break down in my opinion because i know a lot of art directors that that are super involved but yeah, at the same time, I fear that. So I don't know. I, I'm always super happy to collab with so many people because I feel like that's the cement of life, just like connecting with others. But at the same time, it's, it's super <laughs> stressful, but I will never I, I will never show it. Like I, I will never tell someone like, uh, you know, I didn't sleep because I was thinking about the collabs and I feel like <laughs> I have to do it all over again. 
but <laughs> inside that's how I feel <laughs> like you get you can ask Steph actually too much like because uh we worked on that on that uh Harlequin collab uh a few a few weeks ago and yeah I I bust him around so much with the colors <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> it came out so nice though <laughs> because like the colors like the the scenery was like amazing you know like he has so much richness into his work the details the everything but then the the problem with my stuff once again is that it's overpowering like all the time it's overpowering so if you want to include those textures into compositions you have to do it wisely in my opinion because i don't want my stuff to like overpower uh the other person's work basically and it went like really really heavy at the beginning uh putting the texture all over and i was like you know we should break like the 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 pattern with like some skin colors that is plain and like having some breathing moments in the compositions so we can like actually visualize the shape of the the character and like really understand the scene uh, at first and yeah i boss him around it was like that's awesome <laughs> he wasn't like that pissed at, at me but like it was like you know uh You, you you made this a bit hard for me, but it was for the better because now it's so much like better, actually. So I was like, okay. Yeah, sometimes you need some somebody to like push you further, you know, instead of just like being like, okay, this is done. Sometimes it's good to have somebody in the background being like, but you can like make it better. You can put, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. I, I just don't like to be that person because... <laughs> yeah, like well, so I mean, if it, if it was me like in a collaboration... Like, I would hate to, like, not release it, you know? So I would want to make sure that, yeah, like, it came out good and that we could release it. Um, mm -hmm. But I would just, I would, I don't know. I feel, like, have you ever had to, like, be like, sorry, we can't release this when you collaborated with somebody? Or you all, you release it every time? Uh, it didn't happen that much, but it happens. Like, I feel like the times when it happens, it's when um it's going too fast in my opinion because yeah. collabs it, i feel like they cannot be made uh into a week or something it takes a lot of work and a lot of back and forth uh so when i did collabs that went really really fast um uh, i had to sometimes say like oh you know maybe that wasn't the idea that we should have gone for Because sometimes it's it's not even uh, because of you or because of the other person. Sometimes it's just because the idea you had in mind maybe was just made to be created by yourself and not with like someone else, perhaps. For sure. So you have to make sure that everyone is resonating um, with the concepts. And when it's the case, like you can definitely see it, you know, Because like when everything falls into place, you you know it, and like there's no doubt. So you just absolutely. But yeah, it's it's really pretty interesting, but frustrating at the same time. And yeah, do you reckon we would we would be the worst collab together? <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know. I think it would be good, but I feel like I would. We would both be like wicked picky about shit, and it would never get get released. Yeah, that it would take, take like six months or something. <laughs> it I don't would know. take yeah, it would take like a year. 
I mean, I'm down if you want to give it a try, but it it could it could be like a, it could be a lifelong event. We're just like working <laughs> on it for like six years. Like, when the fuck is this collab coming out? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like a a whole journey of a teaser, right? <laughs> you ever have a collab with Alexi? Oh yeah, so many times. Uh, that's how we found out about you actually when he was on for our first episode and yeah. he mentioned you and I went out and bought my membership card yeah that's pretty amazing he told me about that you know Alex is like my my best friend forever <laughs> so yeah we we actually met um, when I was still living in France uh, we met on the on Instagram actually I was like absolutely fangirling over his work and I don't know, at some point we just like connected and started talking and we like super easily um, accepted to collab together and like the ideas really flowed so naturally between us. And I feel like we never, <laughs> we never stopped because um, I don't know how many collabs we have. I feel like we have like five, six something collabs um we have uh the diptych we have uh naked booty uh something something of course <laughs> always naked booty with alexi um <laughs> uh, we have one with uh, a beautiful garment and like a super uh pale one that was like really different from everything we did i, I really just love working with him because like he's as obsessed with details as me i trust him so very deeply and like it never gets wrong like <laughs> i know that if i hand i hand a texture to him he will turn it into something like beautiful like and i love that feeling because it's like super secure and yeah, i love it's that like out of your hands you don't no have anxiety whatsoever <laughs> which is fucking great so and besides that He's my best friend forever, so it just makes everything like so more. Uh, so are you are you in Canada as well? Yeah, I'm in Canada right now. Uh, I moved uh, one year ago, uh, just before the bar the, the border closed, and yeah, I, I already visited a few times before um, back in 2019, um, and just felt like I wanted to move there because oh, really? I, so where, where where were you born are you born in france or yeah in france south okay. of france uh, i'm from nice oh uh, really yeah french riviera so yeah there's that i always uh, lived in the south of france then I, I i lived in paris before moving to canada for like a, a year and a half and that was it for me <laughs> like that was like the late like the last french experience for me it was like i, I need to move because I feel like uh, being in an environment uh, where you feel safe, secure, inspired, and at peace is so important for your, your work as well. It Absolutely. has such an impact uh, on your practice. And, uh, and here, it feels like home, you know? Even if I cannot see my family right now, I haven't been able to go back to France, uh, of course. But it feels like home. Uh, I feel safe. I feel way less anxious. And I learned a lot about, about myself here. And I feel like that wouldn't have been possible 
if I have stayed in France. So I'm really glad I took that step, even though it was super stressful at the beginning. And also it was like, uh, I mean, having Alexi here was like also super reassuring. Uh, I had already a lot of friends in Canada, uh, you know, like <laughs> uh, the art, co- the digital art community in Canada is like super hyped massive. Up. I know that we say right? that every, every podcast we're like oh, another Canadian on here. That is wild. What the fuck? Like, I, know, every time have I, we even viewed, I mean, have we even interviewed an American yet? I don't know. Uh, interview Josh Pierce. I think that's it. I think that's it. Oh, really? Everybody else. G Monk. G Monk. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. Sweet, sweet. I saw him like in a, uh, in a motion design conference in France. He's like a sweet. He was talking. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. having the talk. Uh, sweet, sweet dude. He's the man. He's funny. He's a yes. funny dude. Uh, yeah. Drugs. I just love everyone in this, co- in this community because everyone has like such a like one of a kind personality and it's just oh, like absolutely yeah, i just love that it's so intriguing for me <laughs> to just like witness like everyone's craziness i just love it like there's that so yeah i'm just really grateful to be to be here in canada and like actually um for the like meeting all of the canadian artists but also uh, connecting more and more uh, with like uh, US-based artists as well. Um, I feel like it facilitates uh, the connections there. And yeah, I mean, that that has been pretty much a game, a game changer because now I'm, uh, I feel like I really have built myself a, a teeny tiny family out there. We have that really close group of friends uh, uh, including, you know, Alexi, uh, Blake, Catherine, Bill Ellis, uh, Smicky, uh, too much lag, whatever. There, there are so many of us in there. But like, I never felt like so much complete in my life than right now in terms of community and like support. And yeah, art connections are everything. I am so, so grat- grateful because I remember... Uh, when living in Paris, I felt like so lonely. I was super, super depressed again, super anxious, always just like working 24-7 in my tiny studio, not seeing everyone, not talking to anyone. And that was like so hard. And I feel like I never want to go back to that place. Um, and that's why I'm I'm so grateful for the community, actually. I feel Absolutely. like it, it, it saves you a bit. In a way, you're spreading that support around as well. The Heal the uh, Duel campaign. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about your um, your upcoming drop? Yeah, we can talk, can we about, talk about it. Of course. I just okay. released the official trailer today. So, so today is Thursday 15. Uh, it has been quite a ride. Whew. Because uh, so first stage of Heal the Deal, you know, uh, dropped on january 28th yeah and yeah so basically it has been like all already three months uh since the the beginning of that journey and i've been yeah brainstorming so so much in my head like on how to make this uh viable for people uh, how to make this interesting on the long term 
but also how to make how to make this accessible for people because I love the fact that this is not only uh, NFT project but also a community project and we're like blending both aspects together but but we're not all like we're not pushing anyone to like jump on the NFT part as well it's just part it's just there if you want to get involved and experience uh, that journey towards healing uh, visually with like owning NFTs and like building that visual story uh, it's up to you and it's amazing but if like people cannot afford afford that uh and just want to support in the community that's also super fine with me as well um the very fact is that i wanted to bring people together um whether <laughs> visually or like emotionally and yeah i feel like that's what we are trying to achieve now and the, the past few months i've been like wondering how to do that uh and i feel like now i have a pretty uh, a pretty uh, what <laughs> uh yeah i have the narrative that is built up i'm sorry i'm just really really tired because actually it has been aren't we all it has been <laughs> i was just saying that before you got on i was like i'm exhausted do i look tired like i feel like i haven't slept in like six months basically yeah same <laughs> I am, I am, yeah, I feel like I'm super complete inside, super joyful, but also super dead inside. But like that has been the case for like 25 years. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about that, but very fact is that it's, it's been difficult because I feel like pouring my heart and soul into everything I do is like super consuming. Uh, but also the fact that I'm trying to do that for others and uh, trying to, see it from their perspective and like anticipate the way they're going to um, feel and experience that project with me uh, is really consuming in a great way but also I have my, my limits so I feel like the the stages principle is interesting because it gives me uh, a bit of time to breathe uh, in between and like reshape some things um, really confirm the route as well so what is happening uh, with stage two well with yo what is going on <laughs> with me right now it's okay <laughs> I had like so many calls this week and I just I, I just I'm losing my words it's besides okay. the fact that I'm French obviously which is not <laughs> a gift at all so the, the very fact is that we had that stage one where uh, it was called like, uh, it's been like the booking part of the journey. So people uh, purchase those um, membership card NFTs. So we, we had like the proud membership, the premium membership, the VIP membership, and everyone booked theirs. So now we have uh, about 180 members, official members that are verified because of that membership. And I really wanted to reward those people that were there at the very beginning uh, supporting this project. Uh, so that's why the, the membership thing is going to be really useful for all of the next stages. And it's already in place for stage two. Um, uh, it has been something that I was like really, really, really um, extremely uh, picky about with Nifty 
is that I really wanted to give uh, exclusivity in that in that drop uh, for people to be able to use that membership uh, and make they built that in for you. They're building it for me. Oh, uh, amazing! So maybe I can use that. That, that yeah. Too. <laughs> so actually, we had a bit of a, of course a timeline issues. Uh, I talked about that in February, but obviously Nifty has been like super, super busy. Uh, so now um, they're working on it and setting up uh, for April 22. Uh, so I'm, I'm so glad that we actually have this made in time because, <laughs> because I feel like I cannot wait longer. I am just like, I'm so you've been putting off, you You've been putting off the drop until this has been put in place no 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 uh it was scheduled um there might have been uh conversations of pushing it back because like the mechanic was supposed to be released by beginning of may uh and i was like please can we do that for my job because i feel like uh there's no point of having a membership program uh, 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 like a project based around that exclusivity and not using that mechanic for Absolutely. the job. Um, so yeah, we have that coming. I'm super, super grateful for that. Um, my producer, Ashley, uh, pushed for that. Uh, and I'm so thankful for her, for, for her help, basically. So we have that coming. And what's happening in stage two is that it's like uh, we have six gate going on. Uh, and each of these six gates is like a new uh, starting point and possibility for um, for stage three. So we are anticipating uh, stage three as well uh, when dropping stage two because it's going to be connected in a way. There's like so I, I'm, I didn't want it to do a lot of like assets because that's not my point. Um, it's not even about the I mean, obviously, it's about the money uh, because I need to <laughs> uh, pay the people that work with me on that pr on that project. Uh, and also, I kind of want to buy a house at some point yeah. because <laughs> <type of> your <studio laughs> situation going on for like uh, eight years. I'm done. I'm fed up. But uh, I feel like I, I just want to make this unique. I, I want to to build that storytelling. Uh, I feel like that's always what I wanted to do uh, ever since I, I was in graphic design school. So with with these gates, we have um, uh, maybe I can I, I can say the names right now if you want to do it. So we say have names. Yay. So we have <laughs> six gates. Um, uh, they're all numbered uh, for a reason and they have some names. Uh, that are based of, out of uh, imported actions of the healing process. So we have uh, an open edition. It's the only one. It's called Breathe In. And then we have five drawings. The, the, the first drawing being Breathe Out. And Breathe In and Breathe Out are meant to be collected together. Because if you collect to collect them together... Uh, as a diptych, you will be able to access an exclusive experience on stage three. Oh, shit. So there's that. And then we have the same mechanic with uh, gate number three, which is resilience. Gate number four, which is gratitude. Gate number five, which is empathy. 
these are meant to be collected as a triptych to access, obviously, uh, a new experience on stage three. And we have the exclusive <laughs> NFC for members only. So only members can access uh, this NFT. And this NFT is called Patience. And this NFT includes a physical magic art print that is my signature magic print that are rainbow shifting. And it is also a drawing, but it's $1. Damn. And how many and how many are there? 30. 30? Yeah. Damn. I might have to get a secondary for that. This is my <laughs> chance to get one of those prints again. The, <laughs> the noise, the precious sound that Alexi made for us. Oh, yeah. the plasticky sound, right? Yeah. So yeah. These are, are actually uh, built in as uh, arches. So they're definitely cut out as arches. Uh, and you will see in the in the visual. So we, you have the NFT, you have the, the the classic gate, but in that classic gate, you have the the arch twisting and like echoing the physical magic prints. So you have two versions of that magic print, basically. I need wow. to get one of those fuckers. I've been trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. They're all handmade uh, because. Like their lenticular prints, uh, it's really difficult to put together. Uh, we are working with my manufacturer on that. And uh, we cut out all of the arches by hand because it was too difficult to do it with the laser, the, the laser cut at that point for a lot of reasons. So all hand cuts, all hand signed, uh, authenticity certificate, of course, uh, if you remember more rewards for you on the club because there's never enough rewards. I love doing rewards. I love doing like tiny limited stuff and like sending. When's the, when's the redemption date on these? So redemption date for uh, Prince will be uh, May uh, 21. So one month I got later. Time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like everything's ready actually, but I made the decision to wait. It's uh, smart. Yeah. For people to be maybe able to get them, you know, on secondary or something, because sometimes I know it can be a bit frustrating. Um, and yeah, the, that's really it. There's no like, I mean, there's some twists, but like we're keeping it quite simple and entertaining in a way, because I feel like I, I'm not. I'm not really into mad rewards, mad combinations. Uh, I feel like I do not want to gamify my drop too much because that's not the point for me. I just wanted to keep to keep it inter entertaining for people and just bring more more people aboard on that journey. And yeah, I feel like that's pretty much it for for that collection. And I'm trying to keep that spirit for the next stages as well. Uh, so keeping it kind of low-key and when's just like the, so when's the drop date april 22 so april 22nd okay next sweet. so next week next, next thursday i think so yeah so are you nervous i am freaking <laughs> out <laughs> just breathe my in breathe out yeah right <laughs> so i'm just trying to apply my own advices as per usual but my tip is that i'm going to sleep i'm going to take a uh, a sleeping pill and just go to bed and wake <laughs> up for the drop <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and wake up seeing what ha- what the fuck happened basically because Jason, uh, my <laughs> friend Jason Ebayer, uh, is uh, you know he's Australian, so when his job happened uh, because of time zone, he was asleep, so oh, he woke up damn. and everything was done. And it was like, guys, that is so great. Like, you should try that. Like, I was sleeping so good and just like... That's actually a good idea. I mean, I, I hate like the the build up to the drop. It's like, I always have so much anxiety. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind just sleeping through the whole thing and then like waking up like a couple of days later. Me just- too. <laughs> Twitter has exploded. Discord yeah, you, exploded. You missed everything. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, I want to sleep, but I also have FOMO. So <laughs> what do I do? Like it's been my how... life for like four months now. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. That's fucking crazy. Everyone's like, I have FOMO. <laughs> and I'm just like, I know. I know, bro. Me too. <laughs> it's pretty like new for me. Like FOMO is like new since I've gotten into this space. Like before I never really had any FOMO, but now I do. Like, why, did I... You, why, why didn't you experience FOMO before? Why didn't I? Yeah. I don't know, but like I just sold like a bunch of ETH and then it went up to like twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> now the FOMO, FOMO is like so intense. I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> That's fucking true. Told you not to do that. Oh man. Yeah. No, but last time it hit two thousand, I held on to it and it like went down to like fifteen hundred. True. And I was like, fuck, I should have sold it. And then <laughs> now it hit, it hit two thousand. I sold it all off and now it's at 2,500. So I'm just like, FOMO. You made money. Strategy. I did make, I did make money, but there you go. I could have made a lot more. <laughs> yeah. You need a strategy. I needed one. Uh, Steph was the one who actually beat me off for that. When I actually told him that I never cashed out any of my ETH. And he was like, but you have money on the side, right? And I was like, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, like <laughs> money is subjective, right? Like, what the fuck are you doing, Ali? You need to just like cash out some fiat right now. And like it's like what what could happen like tomorrow if like everything falls down? And I was like, oh yeah. Right. <laughs> You're like, I have my nifty gateway balance, I'll be okay. No, no, there's nothing in my nifty balance for now <laughs> so i'm just like yeah I, I just like because everyone was um telling me oh you should hold on to your eat uh because you know you have to uh believe in the technology etc i was like yeah you're damn right but <laughs> at the same time what i didn't take into account is that those people that are saying this to me already cashed out and they already have money in their bank account absolutely yes. which i, I don't think- I think the smart move is to like cash out some, but also keep some, you know, like. No, totally. That's exactly what Steph explained to me. And I feel like that was like super smart of him to, to, to explain that. And I feel like why aren't we getting like courses to learn that? Because why shall we, you know, figure everything on our, on our own? Because yeah. we're, like yeah. business the hard way. Yeah, we're fucking artists. Like we don't really understand right. how this shit works. Like, um, don't get me wrong. Everyone's doing such a great job to like to adapt to that technology right now. That's crazy. Like everyone's learning so fast, which I'm super proud to to see that. 
But at the same time, I feel like we should have like some insight because basically if Steph didn't like explain that to me, that I was like way too exposed uh, at risk, uh, I I would have been fucked at some point. So yeah. It was like, yeah, you know, you perhaps you have to build your own strategies, um, set your own percentages. Like if you want to hold on to like, uh, 70% of fiat and then 30% of ETH or like maybe more like 20 or something, you know? So it was like super educational. And I feel like that's something I really want to push him to like maybe put docs together or articles for people because he has so much witness about that. And I feel like that would help people so much. I feel like that would be like a kind of a good startup opportunity for for somebody listening, like some type of educational program for artists coming in the space who have no fucking clue about Mm -hmm. shit. A whole section on taxes. Oh yeah, I know. I do not know what I'm going to do about taxes. (laughs) (laughs) You guys aren't the only ones like looking for some advice there too. Cause I pose that in the, um, the sevens discord because yeah. we're looking at you know platforms and in in tools for those artists to utilize and education came up a lot and not just like how to use the tools but how do you you know how the like mechanics work the right? smart contracts so, and stuff yeah there's a lot to learn if you're going to get involved in, in nfts you know like i mean luckily i have blau who's like a crypto genius so anytime i have any questions i just ask him but I imagine like there's not many people out there to be able to explain this type of stuff. If you're like a new artist, um, it could be so confusing. Mm -hmm. I'm actually talking uh, with an organization here in, uh, in Canada, in Montreal. I I did an interview with them and I'm in contact with uh, a person there and they're really willing to actually put classes out there uh, for that matter And I think that's super smart because that's also something like that's not it's not like governmental, but like at the same time, it's local and it's like supported financially, you know, like uh, it has that trustability. So I feel like that is going to be really important. And I'm pretty sure we will see, uh, you know, not like Skillshare tutorials, of course, but yes, like some people putting like really good lessons on that matters because if you want to understand nfts you have to understand all of that base background so what's cryptocurrency what's the blockchain uh the subtilities in those matters and even myself i feel like i i don't know shit honestly i'm trying i'm trying i don't think anybody knows what the fuck's going on right now no i'm listening to you (laughs) Yeah, that's really frustrating, honestly, because like I feel like uh, people from outside of the community, they now think about me like if I was like a nerd god or something, you know, like, oh, but you're doing that. Like, whoa, you're so like clever. And I'm just like, no, I have no (laughs) clue, buddy. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm pretending right now. (laughs) If you told me three months ago that I would be buying an nft on the matic polygon layer two ethereum yeah. network for an art avatar i would have punched myself in the face or something i don't even i know like, what does I that know. mean so right. <laughs> i know so seriously true. it does not make sense i mean i yeah like 
last year I was so broke and like did not expect any of this shit to happen. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Same. I was like really in trouble last year uh, because I like do not have a lot of client projects at all. Like you can be like super famous on Instagram and don't do shit on the side. Uh, that's something that I feel like people are kind of dismissing sometimes because obviously it's I mean it's normal that they assume you have great success financially if you have like a lot of followers but really that's not the case like no I I agree with you there like there was a lot of times where I didn't have a lot of work coming in but still would like just decide to keep making art because I was like happy about making art Um, yeah which is the point right yeah exactly (laughs) should be but yeah, I mean, Instagram could have like done a lot more for artists if they, you know, if they cared about like for, basically Instagram just uses us to promote advertisements. It's like at least on like YouTube or something like you get some financial um, reward. But on Instagram, they just reward you with hearts. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, like just likes like that's your payment yeah. from us is these these likes. So it would have been nice. If, yeah, exposure. <laughs> exposure and, and fake likes <laughs> so yeah that's really frustrating I, I'm, I'm just glad that we have that space now especially because because of that because for so many years like our own value was determined by a social media platform um and digital artists just were used to think that this was our place you know like this was our our only way of promoting ourselves in order to maybe reach out some clients, maybe make some money, you know, like so many doubts and anxiety, basically, like getting out of there. And like we were used to think that it was our own gallery territory. And I'm just so grateful that we have our own space right now. Like. What a huge step is that? It is. It's amazing. Honestly. Like, finally, like getting some form of respect and being able to like continue making art and not have to worry about yeah. being able to like pay rent next month or something, you know, like totally. that's why this space is so amazing for us, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I almost thought about uh, having to quit last year because I couldn't make it. Um, that was like a really, really rough year last year, like mentally, but like also um, because of work not coming in, um, rents, yeah, whatever. And I was like, well, you know, maybe that's how it ends, you know, and maybe that's how it's supposed to end. And maybe I, I'll just go and perhaps do something that do not have anything to, to do with like creative work. And maybe I will be like, you know, maybe less anxious, actually. Like, I don't know. I was really considerating that option. And now that I think about it, I was like, thank God. I I know. What what made you to like decide not to quit making art? I don't know. I feel like I don't know if I can. I, I mean, I know I can do pretty much everything because I used to work in so many different fields when I when I was younger. You know, I was like a hairdresser, uh, waitress, uh, house cleaner, whatever. I was working everywhere to make money. But at the same time, 
I can't live without patience. Like patience saved my life. Graphic design saved my life, honestly, because I was like so lost before uh, entering that field. Um, yeah, and it gave me a reason to live. And I and I was like, I I, I mean, I could have like run away but at the same time if i did i don't know if i would have been able to hang out uh and hold on to everything that is my life because it's it's me like it's like i i would have like abandoned a part of myself somewhere and as much as i sometimes do not like the fact that we are so intertwined with our work uh, and that the fact that we are having such a hard time dissociating ourselves from that, I feel like I'm no one with that, without that in the greatest and in the, the worst ways possible. But I wouldn't trade it because I, I know that that's my goal, that that's like my purpose in life is to do that. And if one day I feel like quitting that and I feel like my gut will be fine with that decision, then it's okay. I will be able to to retreat. But I didn't because I just always trust my gut. And if my gut tells me, oh, hold on, just a, a little bit longer, maybe, you know, it's going to shift at some point. You don't know. Maybe there's something there. I just trust it because it leads me there Absolutely. already. Yeah. I mean, I know I would be miserable without making art for sure. Yeah. Like I can agree with you there that it like definitely helped me through like a bunch of difficult shit. Like it was the like only thing that kept me going at times. So for me, I have like a strong connection to like creating art just to like be able to like get through the day. So it's like to be happy, I have to be like making shit or else I'll be miserable. So that's yeah. why I could like never give it up. But I, I get like when you have like outside financial like burdens, it's like really hard to be able to like focus on creating art yeah. because you have so much other shit going on that you need to worry about. So yeah, I was like working on doing awful jobs, like working on an ambulance and shit like that, but still mm -hmm. trying to like make art at the same time, which is a challenge. But now we're like finally in a position where all we have to worry about is just making art, which is like, that is I'm not used insane. to at all. That is insane. Just the very fact that being able to work on a project like Hilda Deal, for example, for me is like unbelievable because for the past few years, my life has was reduced to creating a certain amount of posts for Instagram every week, waiting for client to reach out to me and putting out merch. And I feel like that was it. And so I never found the time to dedicate effort uh, to something that I was really into and that I felt like was truly... Uh, connected to my practice and my vision of life and creation and now I feel so blessed because I'm actually able to do that and that's what I wanted to do when I was doing my thesis when I was a student when I wanted to to work on therapeutic design when I was like writing words about how there's more to design than solving problems but also like raising questions and like showing emotions and like that everything was intertwined and now i'm able to do it like how it's crazy 
I know it's amazing. It really That's is. pretty amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be. It is like a, a groundbreaking mechanic now too that you're gonna be introducing because now that people can like people will remember that yours was the first to have the unlockable you know, the, content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Having something accessible from before and carrying it over. So that's yeah. Great. You will, so you'll be the first, right, to have that mechanism. I suppose I don't. <laughs> I, I'm supposed to, but at the same time, I feel like ah, I'm always trying to, to to tell myself like so. And sometimes in my head, I feel like my work is basic. I know it's not, but I tend to do that, and I feel like I don't, okay. it's definitely not basic. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but that pushes I, you probably to like yeah, exactly, stay on the edge. I'm like, what if? Okay, let's imagine my work is basic. How do I? How do I step it up then? If I really think it's basic, how do I step it up? How do I propose different experiences that have my my brand on it, but that are actually like totally different than everything we saw lately? And always having that 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 back thought about mental health and like emotional intelligence, putting this in every concept I, I work on, I feel like it pushes me to my limits every single time and but also you know like that wouldn't have been possible without nfts um so it's like always a great timing for circumstances i feel like and yeah the the the, the work might be basic it might it might be whatever abstract it's uh, definitely not basic pictures <laughs> it's oh. not but I, I, I know. I'm, I mean, every artist is their worst, worst like self-critic, you know. Yeah. I mean, every- I feel like, sorry, um, as a as a female, it's also super hard to just like prevail uh, in that field. Uh, I feel like I I know so many uh, male artists are super supportive of us, and I really appreciate that. I feel like we're being acknowledged in the community, but also it's really just difficult to. Uh, always have to push more and more and more uh, than everyone else. And if this drop is successful and if people talk about it in a good way and that it's reminded for its mechanics, I really hope that it will also remind people that a female does that and that there's other amazing females out. I just like, I just want to, bring that project to the top as well for that to let our voice be heard because that is savage right now. <laughs> yeah, I know we've been, we've been trying to get a, a woman on the podcast for a long time. And obviously you were the first person that came to mind and then That's we're hopefully going to get, we're hopefully going to get Blake on here at some point. Yeah, but yeah, I totally agree. Like there's, there's there, the ratio of men to women in the space is needs to be changed somehow. Um, yeah, it's really difficult because like also for the you know when we were talking about maybe Pac's mechanic. a female we don't we don't know <laughs> that's Pac yeah maybe he's a woman no <laughs> we don't I, I don't think so <laughs> uh, I feel like um, uh, I heard someone mention that they did like some research and that is like an Eastern European artist a male artist as well uh, but hey who knows that would have been sick like <laughs> I'm here for it. And if you guys want uh, want to hear more about some uh, female creators as well, I can definitely. Can you, yeah. Can you link us to some people yeah. that we could get? 
I have like so many. <laughs> I mean, Let's you're like I'm pulling all of them because I just want support. That's so important. Email us a list. Yeah, we definitely want to have um, a new yeah. artist showcase that we want to work on. So totally, I will do that. Uh, there's a lot of threads on on Twitter as well uh, of people mentioning uh, fem fem creative fem designers. So I will maybe try to tag you on those to on those threads if you want to have a look as well. Perfect. Uh, can you tag um, Tyler or, or Larry just because like, I am so flaky on social media? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's sure, sure. It's not even funny. Man, yeah, I know I'm, you must I be com- I will miss it completely. <laughs> are you, by the way, like, while we're, we're talking about that, like, are you working on a drop right now, right? Yes, yeah. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just, we just, I think we just announced, did we announce it? I don't know. I'm doing something with Playboy, which is like, Kind oh yeah of, yeah oh right now i remember yeah right which now. is kind of like a dream come That's true fucking for me. sick what the fuck it's <laughs> like you know how many like playboys i've like looked through and scanned like we're trying to get weed man in right now as Ooh. we speak how's it going it's been a challenge i guess playboy actually does not own that image so we're like okay. trying to track down where the image came from and we're hopefully gonna like buy the rights but it's basically this pic like i found this picture of this African-American dude wearing like glasses in a, in a playboy. And then I just like took a bunch of weed and glued it to his head and his mustache. So (laughs) I call him weed man, but he has like, he's got an Afro made of weed and a mustache made of weed. And Larry actually has the original, the original picture, but like, I really want it to be part of this playboy collection because it came from the magazine and like, we can't, for some reason, they, they don't own the rights to the image. So we're like trying to get it in there. It's just been a challenge. It's an yeah. advertisement from like the 1970s. Like, just give yeah. it to them. Sunglasses, right? It's got to be. A yeah, sunglasses. it was a Playboy sunglasses ad. That so is wow. so sick. Like, so, I, I never did. I told you, or maybe I didn't. But like, I've been such a fan of your work. Like for years now, I, I just feel like all of these images you mentioned that like they're stuck in my head already. Like I know how it looks. I know the vibe I know. And I, it makes me want to just like be a tiny mouse and like be in your brain and know what it's made of. Because like, sometimes I'm just like, this guy is tripping hard. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. I definitely do some weird shit. I think I just, I just like to get like, I don't know. I feel like when we live in this world of like being on the internet so frequently, like everything's happening so fast. It's like, I need to just like get your attention for like that little second, you know? And it's like, like the shock value of the artwork and like the weirdness of the artwork, the art being like super sexual, like immediately when you see it, I hope that you're just like, you're either really offended by it or really just like, wow, this is cool. So that's like always my goal from like... (laughs) also the the book the book i was like fuck yes because one i love books i i did my my thesis based on books so i love books that's my shit and i was like that is so clever because i mean if you want to go past the censorship uh and do your own thing that is the good way to do that and like the quality you put together and you put out there was like so mind-blowing i was actually like watching at at your uh images your descriptions images that you made for nifty on descriptions right when you explain the mechanics because like we took them as example 
for me to explain my mechanics because Ashley was like, you know, like uh, Mike did that for his job because like when he was explaining it to me, it was like, I get you, Mike, but people will not understand. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, right. Because like when I saw these images, like visually uh, understood the, like, what did you have to do? Like, what did you collect? What book did you get, etc. That makes like so much sense with that tiny image. And I was like, okay, I, uh, I'm going to do the same. Like, it's not like the same, the same. <laughs> do not freak out, please. No, but, I like, do whatever you want. I'm not. I feel like it's really clever because you explain it in a, in a much clever way. And it made a lot of sense. And like the, vari the variety of books, like of shapes, et cetera, was impeccable. Like I was blown away. I appreciate it. Are you going mean, to think about doing a book at some point? I mean, I have a book that is supposed to be made. It's on my to-do list. Uh, that yeah, well, one thing I will say is it's like probably the most challenging thing I've ever done in oh. my life. It's like, it's not as easy as it sounds. Like, just make a book. It's like... Oh, I know. I made so many books, like, while I was, like, uh, in graphic design. I love making books. That's my absolute, like, passion in life. And I have, like, this book that is supposed to be there since uh, 2018, according to that list on my wall um so it's not there but actually ah, why not having a heal the deal book at some point you know hey dogo oh. <laughs> he's laying down <laughs> so, Devin, yeah. she's from she's from nice yeah uh oh <laughs> my fiance is like obsessed with nice so when you oh, said really? that yeah i mean well, just france in general she's obsessed with so she'd be sad to hear that you hated it so much that you had to move to canada <laughs> <laughs> no no i i don't hate it i just hate the people yeah. hey Devin. hi hey guys how's hi. it going nice, nice to meet you. you family picture oh wow <laughs> that's so cute yeah so he yeah so she's from nice yeah, I am. I was gonna say, I thought you lived Canada. in Canada. Would it make sense? I I live in Canada, but I am originally from Nice. I was born born there. My whole family is there, and it's pretty amazing. Uh, I I feel like <laughs> now that I'm not being there anymore, I just want to go back because it's so chill, you know, like having the sea, the mountains, yeah, everything. The food. there's actually there's actually a um, patisserie that's down the street from us and the owners are from nice as well what is that how you say it how the fuck <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> um yeah i went to saint Raphael for work oh saint Raphael, that's nice yeah. yeah it was super nice it was so like it was in the summer too so it was so like colorful and like oh it was awesome oh that's so sweet i really love that you're actually guys making me miss my hometown right now <laughs> i feel like it's been so long since i didn't go there and i just like age for uh having someone to cook for me and just like go at my dad's table and be like cook i don't want to do it <laughs> <laughs> i am tired of living <laughs> she's like the freaking france hype woman over here she's been trying to get really? yeah she's obsessed that is so cool. Like, I mean, if I ever go back and like happen to have a house there, you will, you guys are totally welcome. You oh, know? yeah, we're already there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be so amazing. I just really hope like that we can actually meet 
in person at some point somewhere. Oh, we will. I think already great. I think um, that will probably be the next step for for this space is like yeah. doing stuff outside of computers, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, been, please. You know, like we've all been living behind the computer for too long. So sweet. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably my my plan for the weekend. Just watching like Formula One, eating chocolate and nice. <laughs> passing out on the couch. <laughs> You'll relax for, all the way to drop. For your drop. Yeah, no, but actually drop day is like so close. But yeah, so far because I'm actually so fucking stressed. Like putting out the trailer today was like fine. But like tomorrow, I have to announce, start to announce the mechanics. And that's yep. where the shit is going to heat up a bit, I guess. Uh, because you never know how people react uh, to those mechanics. Like sometimes they like it. Sometimes they're just like, why didn't you do that instead? Or people like, are going to be pumped to realize that like you think if so? you're a, pre a previous collector, you have, ex yeah. You kidding me? It entices uh, new collectors to come in for stage three. Yeah, but I, mean, I think that is probably like going to be your strongest point. I like, mean, it, it felt right in my head, but now I'm just like, is it really right? Like, did I, I think really so. think about everything, every possibilities? You can't please everybody, but you're def like truly the people that matter are like the people that are collecting your like your collectors. You know, like yeah, you're, you're pleasing your collectors and the people that matter. So I think it's like more beneficial like i think it's strong a stronger point than just letting everybody go in and go you know yeah 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 no you're right there's It's only just, one exclusive one everybody else can access yeah. the rest so yeah, yeah exactly. but i still think like that's like like i've been dying to do something like that where you give yeah. collectors exclusive access to something like fuck I'm jealous that you're doing it. Oh no, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'm so sorry. No, I didn't want it to piss you off. No, I'm not pissed off about it. I'm just like, I'm like no, but the the great thing is that if it it fucks up, I'll be the one taking <laughs> it won't fuck so up. So don't you worry, it's going to be like beautifully ready for when you want to do it. And I'm gonna take all of the eight. Right so, there you go. So when, when you did yeah, the first one, when you did the first one, did you know that you were going to be able to do this? No. All right. Yeah. That's hell. Yeah. It seemed like it. you did though. Congrats, it did. though. Like, I think this is your drops going to crush. Um, yeah. I think. I mean, I really, I pushed. Like, I didn't know I had it in. Uh, I had it in mind. I mentioned it to Ashley right away. Like like on the 13th of uh, January, I was like, so next drop exclusive for someone. And she was like, okay, great. But then there, there was like a lot of, a lot of happening. And like last week was really stressful because like not knowing if it will be ready. I had a breakdown that it ran like, that tight. Yeah. I feel like everything runs tight with nifty. No, <laughs> No, but like that, that's not because of like them. Like they're doing so so much. Like yeah, they're they're doing a really great job at trying to handle everything. Uh, I feel like at least for for I, I'm just communicating with Ashley, and I know that she's like really putting a lot of effort on the people she manage, uh, and I'm really grateful for her because also yeah, female team. Yes, so that is cool, and. Uh, I know that I, I don't like to be push, pushy, you know, like I really do not like that. 
I'm just like, I'm always like super like chill. I'm always like accommodating myself to others, people demands. Like she, and I was like, you know, if it wasn't like heal the deal, if it was just me as Malavida, I was, I would have said like, yes, sure. Let's push it back. But because it's heal the deal and that people are investing in that, investing time, resources, etc., cetera, uh, I feel like it has to be done in time. Uh, so I'm glad I pushed it, even though I felt really, really bad doing it. I was like, oh, sorry, but I feel like yeah, we should uh, push it because. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to make. I mean, I would say, like, be firm on that. Make sure make sure the, the mechanism is in place, you know, like you don't want to be like day before the drop ah, this shit isn't ready yet you know like no 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 there's there's no way plus it's really frustrating because once again control freak moment but you're just like you don't have the control on like the pages set up the the dev team etc so it's super super stressful to rely on others but also you have like to trust them you know because like they're capable people they're super super qualified as well uh, so there's no way that it's going to be fucked up, of course. Yeah. But in my head, I'm just like, it would have been more easier if I did that everything myself and perhaps like passed out during the, the whole process. <laughs> <laughs> because there's like not one single single individual can handle all, all of that uh, alone. But That's yeah. like Stefan, like when he... <laughs> Wait till like the last absolute right. like, hour to like <laughs> exactly. upload everything. <laughs> you guys keep I would, talking. I have to leave for my other job, but it was yeah. great uh, speaking dude, with you. Same. I, I, my I other job as well. Too. <laughs> I have a I have a job uh, in Stardew Valley right now. This was the quickest hard stop of all time. I know. I, I'm <laughs> up against the wire. It's usually me who's like crash like cashing out early. This Sorry, guys. I, I just talked too much i know that oh, no, you know, okay. uh, this was that was awesome was thanks for coming <laughs> on with us. it was like super chill of course so that was yeah. amazing damn that's nifty